Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to this episode of the podcast series Women in Business and Islamic Finance. Zulaiha Anjuma is my name and today on the show we have Dr. Shukrat Bello. She's a lecturer at the Dangote Business School, a sub-dean academics faculty of management sciences at the Bayer University Kano. Dr. Shukra is also a serial businesswoman involved in variety of businesses. Dr. Shukra, welcome to the show. Thank you, Suleya. Nice to be here. It's it's really good that you came in, even with the rain and all, you came. So we really appreciate you for doing that. Thank you so much. Okay, uh, you people can join in to the conversation. As we say, we always want to have an interactive session. So you can join us on all our social media handles at Ifin Media on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. So we could have a discussion. Today's discussion is just centered around women in business. So we're talking to Dr. Shukra as an academician and as a business person. To just give us an insight, how does she cope with her business? How does she manage academics, business, and family? So... Join in. Do not stay out. Come into the conversation. Go to the comment sections. Put your views, questions. If you have anything, engage with us. And continue to just follow and subscribe to our uh, channels, YouTube and all. Be in this conversation. We don't want you out of it. So this is Ifin Cast, your Islamic finance GPS. Being a lecturer, a sub-dean and a businesswoman all together. Isn't that taxing? The main thing there is about work family balance okay how do you balance your work with your family mm. so this is a major issue that has been concerned for the business world not only for women mm. even the men to need to balance their work and their family but let's come to the women very easy as well as difficult i'll put it that way because if you have, if you have to do the two successfully you have to develop the strategies you have to plan on how to do so as a as a teacher normally i like to call myself a teacher i'm a varsity teacher at the same time a mother and an entrepreneur it's nice it is something very interesting to mm. be able to combine three in one one thing we need to do as women is to plan our time mm. you need a lot of planning if you are not able to that you are not going to achieve anything okay you have to judiciously use your time you know many women now especially the young ones mm. spend most of their time on social media well if you are selling on social media is a very nice thing but if you are not there to make money <laughs> i believe you just need to pass time you yes you're making money if you're online if, if you're not nice. using it to make money you are just wasting your time mm. So as a teacher, you need to plan your time when you go for your classes. And if you're an entrepreneur, you have people that manage your businesses. The only thing you do there is supervision. Mm. And as a mother, you need to have adequate time for your children. You don't expect to be in school from 7 to 7. Okay. Normally when you come back, even if you have 4 to 6 classes, you still have to create me time mm. with your children. Mm. So in that case, you'll be able to know what they have done throughout the day, their assignment, whatever has happened to them, you'll be able to 
put it there. But there's one thing I want you to know. Okay. If you don't have a supporting spouse, mm. if your husband is not supportive, mm. uh, you are in soap. So we're getting there. So it's not a one-man business. It's a collective thing. That's nice. Okay, doctor, I would like to ask you this. Like, what inspired you to go into business or being an entrepreneur? Because many people will say you're an academician, you have your job. Why Why business? I can tell you that I was born into business. Okay. Right from when I was in credo, both parents are business people. Hmm. And there's something I love with my dad. Okay. He's always involving kids mm. in his business. When we are around 10, 11 years, normally we are the cashier for our dad. Okay. So people will be wondering, Alaji, why are you putting these small, small girls? Mm. The only thing you tell is that they can do it. Mm. And since we have been doing it right from teenage age, yeah. I don't think it's something difficult. Let me tell you what normally happens. When you wake up five, you have your bath. Then you go for your prayers. The moment you finish your prayer, you are there to serve the customers before going to school. Okay. So it's something that we are used to right from when we are in secondary school. Mm. So it's not something new to me. Even while I was a student in the university, the moment I'm home on holiday, I don't sit and watch TV. Mm. I don't know about Nollywood or Bollywood, whatever they call them. What we normally do is that you want to make money. Okay. And I believe even at that point, when I'm coming back to school, what I have as I, my own saving is always more than what my parents normally give. Wow. So I started into entrepreneurship since I was young mm. and it, it's part of me. That's nice. So we could basically say your your dad brought you into the business. That, yeah. that, that, that brings a question up, you know, being a uh, female. And having your dad introduce you into business. Mostly these days we hear or we have seen some people have the opinion that men should be pushed into business. And now you are saying you were pushed into business by your dad. And I'm saying this is not 2021. This maybe will not even be in the technological era. It was then your dad pushed you into business. So so how, how do you see those people having concepts of uh, women not being, you know, made to go into business maybe just go to school and then get married and now you have been coming from a family who is business oriented whether being female or male so you really want me to go back to history i would my, love to please. my paternal grandmother <laughs> was a great business woman okay. so for my dad if you have a mother that is up and doing you don't see it as anything big deal for women to be in business because he grew up to see his own mother into business. So he has to train us. And let me wow. tell you, we are mostly girls. Wow. My dad has few boys. So you make do with what you have. So I think the training of entrepreneurship is from the family. Wow. I, I, I doctor, I, I really give thumbs up to your dad for doing that. He's one in a million kind of man. I'm saying that from the bottom of my heart. That's really amazing. Thank you. Okay. So, uh, uh, doctor, you were saying something about, you know, having a unit, husband and wife and having like a connection. They have to, two of them have to share. It's not only you. You have to balance it. So, doctor, could you just help us? How do you actually balance it? Being a mother and a wife. A business person or maybe a business person who also has something professional how do you do that how do you really manage that time because many women say they don't have time the time is just not enough 24 hours is like too small for them to do all of that really I believe there is no magic okay there is no magic in that 
but one thing is that you can't do everything alone just the way i said it mm-hmm. they have some responsibility you need to benefit okay. for you to go to school then you are coming back again maybe you reach home at like six you want to start cooking mm-hmm. i believe it's not going to be easy for you only few people will do that mm. so you have to delegate some of your responsibility the one that you think is easy okay for other people to do for you mm. so in that way you'll be able to blend the two together your home and your work mm. mostly is your home you can't start waking up and sweep okay so you have people to do that for you so maybe you face more your research and how you are going to improve your life so, but normally your husband has to be supportive okay if you don't have supportive husband mm. There's, there's a, little, a lot of trouble I Th- that, that issue of having a supportive husband many women say it's not easy most men say they are supportive but when you get married you find out he's not supportive how do you get to know a supportive man ah before the marriage this is a very big question <laughs> <laughs> please share any formula no, or tips you have no, there is not mm, there is no formula okay i'm just telling you there is no formula it depends on you Mm. Let me tell you clearly, most men, okay, most of them will not support the wife. Mm. It's not depends on the wife, okay, what you want. But I believe when there is understanding, there is no formula, but try to be with somebody that shares you, mm. not just anybody. Okay. So if the person shares you and is really after your, is it growth? Yeah. It's going to support you in any form. See, when I was a student, yeah, I, I was not only working. I was a student at a point. Okay, I did my MBA, I did my MSc, I did my PhD. I was working. Okay, and at that point, how do you expect me to cope? The family is there, the school is there, the work is there. Mm. So it get to a point during my PhD. I told my husband, "I'm tired. I will not continue." Mm. But he said, "No, you cannot stop now." whatever you start make sure you, you finish, finish it okay. so you understand yeah so even at that point i was not willing but it was the one that was like so he like encouraged you yes that's nice so there's no formula you just mm. pray to god let you have the best mm. the moment you have the best the way the sky is your limit or you can even go above the sky huh? inshallah. <laughs> inshallah. <laughs> so doctor uh What's like the most difficult part of being a female in business generally? Because you have to mix with different people, different ethnic groups, different religion, and being a Muslim woman in business. How, what like what's the most difficult part for you? Women in business is not only about your religion, whether you're a Muslim or a Christian or a Jew or a Buddhist. Okay. It's about you being a woman. Okay. Any woman in business, whichever part of the world we are talking about, it's not always going to be easy for hmm. you. Because the system we have traditionally, you are not expected to be there. Okay. But it's now that things are, people are realizing that women being part of the process is going to increase the rate of development. Hmm. And women, wherever you are, you have to face some challenges. Hmm. It now depends on the sector. Okay. What type of business are you doing? Mm-hmm. Who are your customer? Who are your clients? Who do you mingle with? That will determine the number one obstacle you are going to have. But if, the one thing I know is stereotyping. Oh. Okay. No matter where you had the come, even the women, your own women.
women, mm. your own sex, they yeah. are going to stereotype you. You are okay. a woman. What are you looking for? Mm. Are you supposed to be here? So that's number one thing because they see the woman as being a woman is is weak. Yeah. There are some things you may not be able to do. To do. But if you look at what studies actually said, based on intelligence, I don't know. I don't think there is the difference between men and women. Mm. But the thing that may be different is physical ability. That's why I say it depends on the sector. Okay. If you are into things that doesn't really involve so many physical ability, you are going to go. Because if you are talking about intelligence, whether as a man or a woman, you'll be able to do it. But stereotyping is there. Especially our cultural practices. Mm. We really stereotype a lot about women. Okay. People will tell you what are you doing here? Mm. You're supposed to be in the kitchen. <laughs> Can a woman be in the kitchen 24-7? No, possible. So I don't know. We are all over the world now. I think the best chef in the world is a man. Yeah. So I don't know why they continue to stereotype women, women that you must be in the kitchen. <laughs> I'm really happy that you are saying that because the world's greatest chef indeed are men. Even top restaurants, everywhere you go, hotels, you see men cooking. How do you see a woman chef? That's 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 really a a nice one. Well, uh, Alhamdulillah, though, even though the stereotypes and uh, all of those things do exist, there have been women like yourself and other women who have really done well for themselves in business, you know, putting everything together and coming up. My question is, with women being uh, w- women as they continue to climb this success ladder of uh, corporate world and all, would you say that same has applied for Islamic finance? Islamic finance, finance generally is not something new. Okay. Islamic finance is the one that is new. Mm. Whether we are talking about manufacturing, finance, insurance, whatever industry we are talking about, mm. there is something common across. They call it glass ceiling. Okay. It's only few women that can break the glass. Mm. Very few women that will be able to break that glass because the organizations are structured in a way that the men are the one moving everything. Mm. For you as a woman to want to join the process, you have to be a strong person. Mm. Weak women don't break the ceiling. So women can't be weak if they want to break the ceiling. <laughs> nah, you That's can't, nice. You can't, you can't. <laughs> because if you want to break the ceiling, you have to be strong. Mm. And you should know what you are doing. Okay. And how do you do that? Mm. The first thing is that you have to have the skills and the knowledge required. Well, I would like to say you have to have self-development. Okay. When you have the required, maybe, condition or the criteria to get there, they may not still allow you. Okay. Mm-mm. They may not still allow you. One thing you need to do is that you have to speak for yourself. Mm. No more will speak for you. Okay. Unlike maybe those that really break the ceiling initially, no mm. one was there to speak for them. Mm. But I think... Nowadays, since many of them have really climbed the ladder, they are speaking for the upcoming ones. Okay. So, if you really want to be there, you have to develop yourself. Okay. It's not something because if a man needs 10 to get up, if you are a woman, they expect you to have 30. Okay. So, and you have to possess those qualities. Mm. If not, you are not going to go anywhere. So, for you to reach there, you have extra job to do. Mm. Okay, so doctor, what, what what has 
fostered this kind of thinking with society. The society thinks women cannot be here, women cannot be there. We hear some people trying to justify this kind of statements with religion, but we know that there have been business women uh, over time. Nana Khadija was one of the astute business wives. Uh, the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu his his wife, she was an astute businesswoman. We didn't hear anything about having issues with her and her business, and she not being submissive or a virtuous woman. So why why do you think this kind of talks about women having to do extra even though they are doing something but men just have to be the one on top what do you think all these issues come up in our society the, the single answer is our culture okay you the examples you gave us are from asia i'll put it there from asia okay this is africa hmm. no we have seen from history we have seen strong women even warriors among them yeah but because of our orientation here believe you as a woman your job or whatever you need to do in life should be at all mm. though it's encouraged to take care of the home okay but at the same time you can contribute meaningful to the society mm. that's why i say you need to delegate your responsibility you cannot be ev- everywhere at the same time mm. so there are some things you need to do so our culture contributed okay. what we are having now okay. because even in, in history if you look at civilized world like egypt i'll call them civilized yeah we have seen so many even the roman empire yeah we have seen women that owns property and they even give it out like islamic endowment mm. they have really contributed to the society mm. you know the notion is that as a woman responsibility to take care of home Mm. Why are you looking for money? Mm. But you can look for money for other charitable activities. Okay. You can do sadaka. Guys, mm. if you pay your sakat, you are going to have your or like all it your reward. Okay. If you have endowment, you are going to help the society. So there are so many things you can do. As a woman, you can start a school. Mm. You 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 can contribute so many things to the society. Mm-hmm. So but the reason is the men not your responsibility because they they didn't think beyond the home okay the society is beyond the home you are just thinking of cooking cleaning taking care of kids we have so many things we need in the society Mm. and when you don't allow women to contribute okay the development rate is going to be very slow because women are part of the society i think they say women are even more than the half of the population yeah so if you allow half of your population to be idle or productive, mm. you know what's going to happen to the society. Okay. Okay. So, Doctor, uh, let, let's talk more of you being a mother now. And you coming from a family that groomed you into being a business person at a very young age. What would you say to parents or guidance who have this uh, notion that their female children should just go to school, come back, not really have what we call uh, in Nigeria here some kind of handwork or skill acquisition? What would you say to that? Well, it's not always easy. Do you know why parents are doing that? No, please tell me. Look at our society now. Mm. There is a rot in the society. Okay. There are so many vices going on. And as a lady, it's mm. your father, as well as your father, it's his responsibility to protect you before okay. marriage. Okay. And as a husband, he has a responsibility to, to protect you. Mm. What is fear? I think it's the fear of the society. Okay. When you take your daughter out to a society that is not upright, mm. we all know the consequences. True. So that's why many people are preventing their daughters from 
going out okay. but there is a way out okay now many things we are doing now involve technology beautiful even in your room in your mm. kitchen mm. you can still learn one or two things and technology is really moving the world you don't need to go anywhere mm. stay in your home you are going to make impact in the society there are so many things you can learn in your home and there are so many jobs you can do in your home mm. so technology has really made that easy this is nice that's going back to what you said that if you're using technology you should use it and make money don't just use technology to while away your time like no, we to have. waste your time <laughs> it's not even while away time it's wasting of time yes. you know okay that's 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 very nice uh doctor okay so being an academician you know being someone in the academic field how would you say or how would you project the knowledge industry in terms of uh islamic finance or having islamic finance as something it's it cares about would you say that the academic industry has seen or is seen the islamic uh, finance industry as a sector of importance in the world today we have the developed and the developing countries okay so in the developing country this is an area that is providing or is estimated to have made billions of dollars yearly Mm-hmm. That's in the advanced world. They don't have issues with Islamic finance. Okay. Even the so-called United States of America, yeah. the, all those countries in Europe, they are really pushing it forward. Mm. I will go to Asia. We have so many countries there. They are really doing things. But the problem is our own system here. Mm. In the developing countries like Sub-Saharan Africa, Africa. despite the huge population of Muslims, mm we still have a lot to do okay so, so so many people are out there pushing it forward but it, a lot need to be done okay we have a lot to do in that area but i believe in near future because let me tell you the first day i had of islamic finance mm. was in my level four and wow. that was around 20 years ago wow so that was the first day i had of this in my level for 20 years ago a child of 20 years assuming that child was born 20 years ago mm. by now it's just a young adult True. so i believe in the next 20 30 years mm. we are going to have much improvement so okay. people are really coming out every day so many areas are springing up from mm. the industry so okay. in near future i know initially we started with banking Later, the Takaful came in. Mm. Now we have so many areas of the halal industry that mm. people are really pushing forward. We are mostly many of us. For instance, the food industry, people will be after what is haram or halal. Mm. They are only concerned about the ingredients. Okay. Yes. They will be saying, okay, this meat you are eating, what is it made of? Is it pork? Is it chicken? Mm. They are concerned about the what type of vegetable you use, the oil. But there are so many things involved. If you really look at Islam okay. about halal, it's not only the ingredient, even the process. Okay. What are those involved? What stages do they? All this distribution, how do you do? We have to consider it. And many people are really pushing forward for that. Mm. But Nigeria, you know us. This is a special country. It is a special country indeed. <laughs> even when the regulation is there, hmm, there is a lot to be done. Whatever is happening to Islamic finance in Nigeria is equally happening to other sectors of the economy. 
Mm. The education sector, we know what is it in generally. It's not only about Islamic finance. Mm. So, so many things need to be done, not only Islamic finance, but other sectors of the economy. So, but the potential is there. The potential is there just for us to create the awareness. A lot of people should push forward, especially the youth. The old people, I believe they are tired. Mm. So, we need more youth, youth. in this process. Okay, uh, Doctor, talking about youths and talking about family, what, what would you say or what can you say that society or spouses, in this case husbands and family and generally society can do to assist women, you know, in becoming financially independent, not just for themselves but for the family, uh, for the society in general? Yeah. There is a normal saying that if you train a woman, mm. you have trained a nation. That's nice. So the first thing you that okay. And what type of training is the girl needed determines on the girl. Okay. Everyone has its own potential. Mm. Everyone has its own personality. Okay. What is best for A mm. will not be good for B. Mm. So study your child, know her potential, know the area she can fit in, especially what's lacking in the society. Mm. Train your child towards those areas. Initially, in Nigeria, when you go to hospital, let me confess to you, when okay. I was young, yeah. I don't know, there are female medical doctors. Wow. <laughs> Even when I see a doctor, a female doctor, I'll just assume she's a nurse. Wow. But now, if you go to most of our hospitals, mm. you're going to see young ladies. They are all doctors. Yes. So, I believe when we realize that we are lacking in some areas, yeah. So we just need to train our children to be there mm. because they are really helping the society. Mm. So that's very good, Doctor. Thank you so much. I'm really happy that you are here giving us this 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 very expensive information for free. Doctor, thank you so much. So train the girl child. Train your children to fill in spaces that need to be filled to help the society grow, whether being male or being female. It doesn't really matter. You have to train your kids and make them fit in. Well, that is a very, very good one. Like uh, we told you last time, we'll be having very uh, powerful house, you know, women like Dr. Shukra. And Dr. Shukra has been here giving us this very interesting gist. Dr. Shukra, we would love to have you back next time. Inshallah. I'll be, I'll be glad to yeah, be here. Because, because, you know, we, we, we can't say all this thing and finish it today. We have to take a break. Time is against us. And I hope you'll come back next time and we'll talk uh, about this more and more. Inshallah. Okay, so uh, this has been uh, Women in Business and Islamic Finance. Uh, take, uh, keep a date with us for our next episode where we'll bring you another exciting episode with another interesting and captivating woman in the business and financial industry. This has been Zalahed Njuma signing out. Thank you.